RadioInfluence.com. Flavor, flavor, please tell your neighbors, Ian Beckles with flavor in your ear. <laughs> Wake up, sports, music, and fashion, best of podcasting. What's going on now and what's soon to happen? Be sure to stick around, no fast forward or skipping. Dropping jewels, you don't want to miss them. Make sure you listen. Ian Beckles with the flavor in your ear, the voice of the people's ears. Hello, everybody. This is Ian Beckles, and welcome back to Flavor in Your Ear. It's a fine Friday right now. It's a little bit chilly, so enjoy it. Uh, we supposedly have a beautiful weekend in front of us, so I'm looking forward to that. Obviously, the big news here in the Bay Area this week has been uh, Bruce Arians coming in as the head coach. Uh, we got a chance to interview him yesterday on 95.3 at the Ron and Ian Show. Um, so what he said is supposedly he's a straight shooter, um, very personable type dude, uh, very fashionable too, which is good. I like that. Um, but... You know, I get the question all week long. What do you think? What do you think? And for me, this is like uh, draft time where you have a lot of non-experts telling you what they think about, you know, a move. What do you think about the, the new coaching move? It's our new coach. It's Bruce Arians. I'm a fan now because he's our coach. I was also a fan of Dirk Cutter because he was our coach and Lovey Smith and Greg Schiano or whoever's in here. So do I think he's going to succeed? I don't know. I don't know anything about Bruce Arians. He's bringing in Byron Leftwich, which is cool. Todd Bowles, which is cool. Um, but there's eight teams that change coaches in the offseason, and all eight cities are going to be happy with their choices. You're going to have some people be pissed, but it really doesn't make sense to be pissed. It's your team. Support your coach. So hopefully we're in good hands. Hopefully we start to see a product that – um, looks like it's heading in the right direction because I don't know if we've seen that here in the last little while, un- unfortunately. Now, there's a lot of different things have to happen in the offseason, and I asked Bruce Arians yesterday who's going to be in control. Is it going to be you're going to make decisions? Is Jason Light going to be making decisions? Is the, the, the scouting department? And he basically said it's all collective, and we're going to make the decisions together, and I guess that's cool. Um, the Bucks have a bunch of decisions to make with uh, Jerome McCoy and uh, Adam Humphreys, Quan Alexander, there's a bunch of other names that we don't know whether they'll be back or not. Donovan Smith. Uh, and through the offensive linemen. So uh, I'm hoping that when we start the season this year, the Buccaneers look like a different product and uh, we have a new um, excitement. And, uh, you know, hopefully it all works out for the best. Now, if everybody sat and watched all that football last week, which I did, um, you you have to feel for Cody Parkey, the kicker for the Chicago Bears. And if you don't, then you don't have a soul. You got this young kid going out there who had a tough season and – he has to go and kick a field goal, very makeable field goal. Um, if he kicks it, he makes every player on that team probably about fifty, sixty thousand dollars. Every player, by the way, uh, he goes out there and they kick a they kick a field goal. They call a timeout, goes right down the pipe. I was over here at Flavor of Tampa Bay. I had some people with me, and I looked at everybody. I go, "He's gonna miss this one." They go, "Come on!" I go, "No, nope, he's gonna miss it." I'm just telling you, it's it's a, it's a lot to be thinking about in those couple minutes of that timeout. So he kicks the ball, whether people saw it or not. It did hit the finger of a defensive lineman, which is a big deal in any sport. Okay, it's it's a big deal. It's gonna change uh, the trajectory. It's gonna change the distance. It's gonna change everything. And long story short, he missed that kick by an inch. 
Okay? So if you're Cody Parkey and you're trying to sleep that night, which he did not, it's got to be hard to deal with an inch. You, you, Your whole life changed for one inch one way or another. That's a tough, tough situation. So that that I really felt for that kid because his, his life is never going to be the same uh, in there in Chicago. That's for sure. Uh, everything is set for this week. Saturday, Colts, Chiefs. Uh, then it's Cowboys Rams on Sunday, Chargers Patriots, and we have Eagles Saints. I think they're all very interesting uh, matchups, which they normally are at this time. And then we're going to basically see uh, if the high-flying offenses are enough or whether you need a running game and a defense. And we'll see which one prevails because if you look at the Rams and uh, and the Saints and the Chiefs, they're more high-flying Offenses that don't play as much defense, um, but we're gonna see. It's gonna, it's definitely gonna be interesting, and uh, it's playoff football, so it, it it is all good. Now, as far as pop culture goes, um, there's always a lot of things happening. I get a lot of my stuff from TMZ and some other sources. There was one story that intrigued me this year that I not this year last week that. I had to talk about in the in our crazy world in Phoenix, the Hacienda Health Healthcare Center. They had a young lady there that had been in a coma for ten years. She's been in a coma for ten years. hasn't opened her eyes, hasn't talked, hasn't done anything. Last week, she gave birth after nine months being pregnant, and nobody knew. So she's laying in the bed in a coma, and she gave birth. After not being pregnant for nine months now, she doesn't speak, she doesn't move, she doesn't converse. Somebody's going to jail. <laughs> Somebody's going to jail. Because right now they have to they have to figure the last nine months they gotta figure out who's worked there. You know, I'm gonna get DNA samples from everybody, and you don't want your name coming up on that one. You don't want your because you know what's crazy is sometimes stuff like that. And it's, I'm just getting this from movies. Okay, I, I don't know anything about a morgue, but when you see movies in a morgue, you see there's times where people were were giving out tickets almost for people to go in and sleep with dead people. And I, for me, if there was a dead person in this room. I don't think I could be in a room. Like, I don't, I can't do dead people. I don't, I can't even do dead squirrels. Like, I don't do dead people. And to have sex with a dead person makes you batshit crazy, okay? So, whoever the person that had sex with that dead person, she's not dead, she's in a coma, but she might as well be dead. You had sex with a person in a coma? Oof. Shame on you. I just don't think that's something that your family is going to really understand. Oh, and what happened was, is she was looking at me all funny and smelling good. And no, that's just, it's just not going to work, unfortunately. Guys, let's talk about sex and let's talk about good sex. And there is a difference. Uh, we all have sex. We know that. But when you have good sex, you can definitely tell the difference. And let me tell you what's going to lead to good sex. And that's Blue Chew. Blue Chew has been a sponsor here for a while. And I'm just going to let you know, I don't even indulge in sexy time without a Blue Chew tablet. What it is, it's the first chewable with the same FDA approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis. But they don't come with the headaches that Viagra gives you in Cialis. 
mouth and all the side effects as well. It's awesome because you take Blue Chew, you take one. I, I t- tend to take two sometimes, about a half hour before sexy time. And I'm just going to tell you, you're going to improve uh, your sexy time experience by 200%. You're going to be a rock star. And I know we all want to be a rock star in the bedroom. What you need to do is visit bluechew.com and you'll get your first shipment for free when you use a special promo code FLAVA. That's F-L-A-V-A. All you're going to pay for is shipping $5. So once again, go to bluechew.com. That's B-L-U-E chew.com. Promo code FLAVA. It's all going to be free. Um, you're going to be better in the bed. It's going to be cheaper. It goes right to your door and life is going to be good. So you want to improve your sexy time? Bluechew. Bluechew.com. Another thing that doesn't work is our government. Um, government shutdown. Um, going, I think, I think they're pretty close to breaking the record right now, and that's not really a record you want to break. Um, but if you listen to this podcast on a consistent basis, I've been basically ramping up to this point and letting people know how it's going to turn out poorly. And it's ramping up to do exactly what I said was going to happen. Because right now, with the shutdown, everybody wants to blame everybody else. Now, even though our beloved president, uh, when he had that disgusting ballistic meeting with uh, Pelosi and, and Schumer in the Oval Office, when he said, well, I will gladly shut down and I will take it. I'll be responsible. I will do it. He did. He said that on camera. So it's to the point now where if a kid tells a lie to their parent, shouldn't the kid be able to say, well, that's not really lying. Look what the president's doing. They should be able to do that because the president has a, he thinks he's so powerful. I don't think he thinks he knows. He's so powerful he could look directly in the camera and say whatever the hell he wants, whenever the hell he wants, and not be able to not have not have to back it up at all. He doesn't have to back anything up. Nothing. He said, "I'm I'm gonna gladly shut this country down, and I will take responsibility." The next day of the shutdown, he was blaming the Democrats and, and Pelosi. The next day. And everybody's okay with it. Oh, not everybody. 40% of the people are okay with it. Yesterday, that a-hole had the audacity to look in the camera with his MAGA hat on and say, listen to me, I never said Mexico was going to pay for the wall. You shit me. So when I'm watching CNN, they put that, and then then all of a sudden, right afterwards, they put 98 times where he said Mexico's going to play for the wall in different ways, 98 times at least. Then he came out and said, well, I never said that they were going to stroke us a check. Then CNN came up with a couple of four or five times where he actually said, they're going to write us a check. So where are we right now? Because there's still people defending Donald Trump for looking in the camera and lying to them and everybody. They're still they're still defending him. You're defending somebody who's just blatantly bullface lying. I, I'm I'm starting to, I'm not getting it anymore. I, I don't I don't get it anymore. Then they had another meeting. 
bipartisan my ass, okay? Nothing's going to be bipartisan. Like the Hatfield McCoys can't be in a room and figure out something bipartisan when they hate each other. That's what we're expecting to happen with our government. They said they had a meeting, Democrats and Republicans, and they sat down and trying to figure out a way to come to a conclusion and end this stupid-ass shutout. And per person in the room... They said that Donald Trump yelled and stormed out, and the word was huffy. He got huffy. I don't want anybody ever, ever, ever to say, I got huffy. I mean, that's what spoiled brats do. Spoiled brats get huffy, and he stormed out. He just stormed out. I, I'm telling you, this, this whole thing is going to turn out really, really poorly because we're getting to the point now where Donald Trump is basically saying, and he's been saying this the whole time, well, if you don't give me what I want, I, don't, I won't give a shit. I'll go around the corner. I'll do what the hell I want. That's what he's saying, basically. Then he's talking about, we're going to make this a natural disaster. It's a disaster, and we're going to go after disaster funds. And I, Man, it is... It is a bad, bad place. And what's sickening me is I hear people debating something that doesn't really have an answer. There's no really right and wrong answer whether a wall is going to help anything. We don't have, there's, there's not a wall around the whole damn country. How do, how do we know? You think you could stop people from coming in? I got some news for you. If you live in a house that's well secure, okay, if somebody wants to get in that house, they'll get in the damn house. You know that, right? If they ha- if they can, they'll just get some glass cutters and they'll get in the house. Or they'll break a window and get in the house. If somebody wants to get in somewhere, they'll get in. P- period. And we have half the people talking about how the wall is necessary. The other half of the people are talking about how the wall doesn't work. And then I hear Donald Trump talk about the the wall will pay for itself. It's a five billion or five point six billion dollar wall, and there's five billion dollars of illegal drugs traded in the United States per year. It's going to eliminate that. Does anybody out there think that a wall is going to eliminate drug use or or, or illegal drugs? If anybody thinks that a wall is going to eliminate illegal drugs, please email me, ianbeckles at radioinfluence.com. If you think that building a wall is even going to reduce the amount of illegal drugs, raise your hand. So you think people are jumping over the border with backpacks of drugs? Is that what you think? You ever watch stories of the old days of cocaine cowboys and stuff like that? There was no walls. (laughs) There was no walls. I've seen documentaries on cocaine where, by the way, there's a lot more than criminals involved. There's going to be some people on the inside involved. There have to be when you're dealing with that much money. But there was back in the day when they used to smuggle cocaine in from wherever, they would show a boat heading into the United States that was apprehended by the cops 
And the cops were like, we pulled over a boat that had 10,000 pounds of cocaine. We got them. We're stopping the war on drugs. But you know what they did? They planted that boat. And the people involved used the boat as a decoy. So as they're pounding themselves on the chest and bragging how they're stopping the war on drugs, there's another boat moving right beside them as everybody's taking pictures, and it has 100,000 pounds of cocaine. You can have the 10,000 pounds. We'll give it to you and make you think you're doing something. The other boat has 100,000 pounds of cocaine. You can't stop illegal drugs from coming to the United States. You can't stop drugs. You cannot. There's too much money being made from drugs. It'll never, ever be stopped. So wanting a wall is one thing, but don't. I hope you don't believe that a wall is going to stop illegal drug use. It, it is not. And we're going to kill ourselves as Americans and human beings over something that ain't going to work. It's not. Right now, it's just, it's, it's belly aching right now. It's bitching. It's, uh, it's posturing. It's the Democrats not wanting Trump to be happy. No, this is real talk. I'm not either. All this is is the Democrats not wanting Trump to be happy and Trump just wanting to be right. And I guess Trump believes that if he doesn't get this wall, it's going to kill him in the 2020 election. You ain't winning the 2020 election no more, dude. It ain't happening no more. No way. If he, I'd be shocked if he makes it to 2020 with all this stuff happening around him. And there's a lot of stuff happening around him. A whole lot. So take my word. This is going to hit the fan here real soon. And with all this Mueller stuff right around the corner, none of that stuff is going to be in. I mean, absolutely none of it. I almost want to say, give him, give him the five million, give him the five billion dollars. Let him, let him start building a fence, whatever. Let him start building a little fence, and we'll see if it works. Then you show us how that works. You almost want to say, come on, you know what five billion dollars is to us who who are deficits up to trillion dollars since Trump got in, in, in office. Five billion dollars is nothing. This is all egos right now. It's all ego. ego and that's it and egos have killed countries and I hope it doesn't stuff out our country anyways once again if anybody wants to ever email me it's ianbeckles at radioinfluence.com and uh, go to Radio Influence and see some of the other podcasts that I have have a football podcast a cannabis podcast a food podcast and uh, if you want to hear me babble about those things then please uh, go to Radio Influence and see how uh, I can help you but I appreciate you guys listening every week this is Ian Beckles flavor in your ear everybody have a wonderful week and please be safe this week weekend peace out to keep the conversation going follow ian on twitter at ian beckles and check out dignitaryradio.com to get the latest on where you can find him next this has been ian beckles flavor in your ear on radio influence Bringing that flavor, flavor. Hello, pretty ladies. I'm Talia Keen, your co-host of Instant Pretty Podcast. And I'm the other co-host, Abby Kiefer. Our aim is to inform the public of current beauty trends and dig into the science, application, purpose, and average pricing for beauty services. Instant Pretty will be available on RadioInfluence.com, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and Google Play.